Welcome to Tuesday's edition of Transformation Radio. Love incarnate, love divine Star and angels gave the shine Bow to babe on bended knee The Savior of humanity Unto us a child is born He shall reign forevermore No
And now, as we begin to look into the New Testament and our reading from uh, here today, our narrative comes from the book of 1 John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. John uses dear children in a warm, fatherly way. He's not uh, talking down to his readers, but is showing affection for them. At this writing, John was a very old man. He spent almost all his life in ministry, and many of his readers were indeed his spiritual children. The people who are feeling guilty and condemned, John offers reassurance. They know they've sinned, and Satan, called the accuser in Revelation, is demanding the death penalty. When you feel this way, don't give up hope. The best defense attorney in the universe is pleading your case. Jesus Christ, your advocate, your defender, is the judge's own son. He's already suffered your penalty in your place. You cannot be tried for a case that is no longer on the docket. United with Christ, you're as safe as He is. So don't be afraid to ask Christ to plead your case, because He's already won it. Jesus Christ is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. He is our defense attorney. He can stand before God as our mediator because His death satisfied the wrath of God against sin and paid the death penalty for our sin. Thus Christ both satisfies God's requirement and removes our sin. In Him, we are forgiven and purified. Now, sometimes it's difficult to forgive those who wrong us. Imagine how hard it would be to forgive all people no matter what they had done. Well, this is exactly what God has done in Jesus. No one, no matter what sin has been committed, is beyond forgiveness. All a person has to do is turn from sin receive Christ's forgiveness, and commit his or life to him. Now, how can you be sure that you belong to Christ? Well, this passage we'll be looking in today gives two ways to know if you do what Christ says and live as Christ wants. That's it. What does Christ tell us to do? Well, John answers that. He says, believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. There it is. That is a take, of course, on the first commandment. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two main things. True Christian faith results in loving behavior. That's why John says that the way we act can give us assurance that we belong to Christ. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. December 1st, the New Testament, 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. My dear children, I, John, am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments. That person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love Him. That is how we know we are living in Him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you. Rather, it is an old one you have had from the very beginning. This old commandment 
To love one another is the same message you heard before, yet it is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment. And you also are living it. For the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. If anyone claims, I am living in the light, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves another brother or sister is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. But anyone who hates another brother or sister is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go, having been blinded by the darkness. I am writing to you who are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. I have written to you who are God's children because you know the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith because you are strong. God's word lives in your hearts, and you have won your battle with the evil one. Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure a craving for everything we see, the pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world, and this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Psalm 120, verses 1 through 7. Psalms 120 through 134 are called pilgrim psalms, or songs of ascent. And they were sung by those who journeyed and thus ascended to the temple for the annual festivals. Now each psalm is a step along the journey. Psalm 120 begins the journey in a distant land and hostile surroundings. Psalm 122 pictures the pilgrims arriving in Jerusalem, and the rest of the psalms move toward the temple, mentioning various characteristics of God. Meshech was a nation far to the north of Israel. Kedar, a nation to the southeast, both were known for being warlike and barbarian. And because the writer here couldn't have been in two places at one time, he was lamenting that he felt far from home and surrounded by pagan people. Peacemaking is not always popular. Some people prefer to fight for what they believe in. The glory of battle is in the hope of winning. But someone must be a loser. The glory of peacemaking is that it may actually produce two winners. Peacemaking is God's way, so we should carefully and prayerfully attempt to be peacemakers. Psalm 120, verses 1 through 7, a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. I took my troubles to the Lord. I cried out to Him, and He answered my prayer. Rescue me, O Lord, from liars and from all deceitful people. O deceptive tongue, what will God do to you? How will He increase your punishment? You will be pierced with sharp arrows and burned with glowing coals. How I suffer in far-off Meshech! It pains me to live in distant Kedar. 
I am tired of living among people who hate peace. I search for peace. But when I speak of peace, they want war. Proverbs chapter 28, verses 25 and 26. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust their own insight are foolish. But anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. There's a light I still see 
Hello, my name is Catherine, and I just wanted to share um, some of my thoughts and just to thank all of the guys from the refuge who participated in serving at the fundraiser a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was just so moved and so led by your walking testimony to the journey that you're on, to the love of God in this world for all of us. I I keep reflecting back and to see the light in your beautiful eyes, to see the joy in your hearts, and to listen to your very real words about your experiences. It was discipleship in the most real way that I've ever experienced in my life. So I just want to thank you.
Hey, what up, y'all? This is Alex Olery moving up to phase two. A little bit of background on me. When I grew up, I had a great family. They were there for me at all times, showed me more love than anybody could ever imagine. Uh, I took advantage of that. I had the biggest enablers in my life were my mom and my dad. They took care of me. They did everything for me. I didn't have to worry about nothing. Uh, grew up when I was about 13, started smoking dope. Then got to about 16, it was just on to alcohol and drugs. I was doing real bad heroin. Ended up, I needed, I had a great job, lost it, had to steal from people to get it. Robbed my people about 30 grand, ended up in prison for 13 months. Got out, started doing the same thing after about two months of clean time. Uh, came into the refuge, a broken man, didn't know what to do. Had a hard time for a week or two getting along with it, and then just all of a sudden, it's like God was screaming at me. Just go back to the old Alex, the one before you were doing drugs that loved God, that loved Jesus. I met some real good people in here, you know, really took care of me, Matt and Rob. They, they showed me the light. There's some real good people down there. Just, you know, if you're new, meet up with Mike, meet up with Randy and Derek. They're good people. They'll show you love. Uh, I appreciate y'all taking time to listen to me today. Like I said, shout out to Mike, Randy, Derek. Y'all going to be all right. You'll be up here soon. Peace. Decorated up for Christmas All the stores are open late tonight People hurry through the frozen streets I take a walk Every child has a thousand wishes Every window has a thousand lights Every soul has a need for peace I take a walk
Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.